On today's Friday Fire, we are talking about ending the year strong because you have an entire month left to make progress towards your goals. This is not the time to throw in the towel and just say, F it, I'm going to start again on January 1st. This is the time to take a look at how you can maintain at least through the holidays and do the things every day that make you feel good. Live your life within the moment, moment. And don't go wait until the morning, morning. You never know when it is over, over. All that I know is... Happy December. We are here. One month. One month to go till 2024. One month. Crazy, crazy. I, I have so much to do, as does every human being, I think, and mother in particular before the end of the year. I'm just traveling a lot. You are. We're traveling a lot too, actually. We have a lot going on. We have like an every weekend event type thing, multiple events. Yeah. I should calculate like how many nights are we going to be home compared (laughs) to how many nights are we going to be gone? But no, it's all good. It's not that many nights. It's like nine nights that we're gone for the month, basically, in total. It's a good amount. Yeah. A third of the month. So it'll be... It'll be a good holiday season and also very productive because we have a lot to get done before 2024. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I love the holidays, but I effing hate how cold it is outside because it hurts my skin and my face. <laughs> and just like being outside hurts. Yes, I would agree. And I don't like it. So we got home from the Dells and we went sledding on Sunday um, and we went out to, so where we used to live, um, they have a big ski hill. And mm-hmm. so they do turn it into actual like skiing and snowboarding and all that stuff, but it's not open yet. So we were technically apparently trespassing by going on that. But then there was another family that came. There's like nobody out there, but it was so cold. And of course, Marcus, the Energizer Bunny, is like climbing up this hill multiple times. I think it was like on the fourth time I was like, my butt cheeks are burning. My calves are burning. Like we're done here. Um, but he's, you know, you're just freezing to death and he's like so red and he's still just like ready to, mm-hmm. to go. I'm like, well, how does this not bother you? I know the, this is the season of like, I really despise how long it takes my children to get in the car and in their car seats because I'm standing outside. Like just sit down, Taylor, sit down. Let me put on your seatbelt. Yeah. And it's just, it's a fight and I'm freezing and it makes me much less patient with her. Well, and you can't buckle them in with your gloves on. No, I know. And my fingers hurt. And like yesterday (laughs) I picked her up from daycare, her and Carson, and she saw her bot because I bring her like a small bottle when Mm -hmm. I pick her up because she loves milk. And she's like, I want my baba. And I was like, okay, you got to say please. No. (laughs) And I was like, Taylor. If you say, please, I'll give you the bottle. And then she starts screaming, crying. And she continued to scream and cry for about a 10 minute drive to the library. And I was like, Taylor, all you have to do is say, please. And I know she understands what I'm saying. She's smart. She understands what I'm saying. She just refuses to do it. Mm -hmm. And Carson's like, Taylor, just say, please, please. And thank you. And Taylor's like screaming, Mama, Baba. And I'm like, I'm not giving it to you until you say, please. I don't care that you're screaming right now. So I carried her screaming into the library. Then she was fine. And then outside, we go back. I want my baba. Okay, can you say please? Please. You little shit. I have been dealing with you for the past hour and a half. All I wanted you to do was say please. Say please. Mm-hmm. That is my daughter in a nutshell. So, oh my gosh. She's going to be a joy during the holidays. Listen, I just can't. There's a great boarding schools, <laughs> military schools. 
We were joking about that last week. I forgot what Marcus was doing. And like 90% of the time he's great. And then the other 10% of the time I'm like, you, you're a little devil. Like what has gotten into you? It was the opposite percentages. I'm Hmm. just like, I love you kids so much, but he also thinks that he's four going on 14. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't imagine why. I mean, I don't know know who his parents are, but it makes sense for our personalities. (laughs) We always like joke that he has my personality and just looks a spitting image of art. It's, he does. He looks so Mm -hmm. much like art. Yeah. So much like art. It's yeah. Kids are fun. You know, the holidays will be fun. We have a gingerbread baking designing this weekend. So Nick's mom wanted to, they have it at like their country club and she was like, can you come? Because I think Carson will obviously be fine, but I just, I don't know if I can handle both of them. And I was like, "Main, you mean Taylor? You don't, you can't handle Taylor because no one can. <laughs> yes, I will come. Then we have the Polar Express next weekend, yep. which they're going to love because Taylor loves the hot chocolate song mm-hmm. that Tom Hanks does from the movie. And then we have our weekend. Mm-hmm. We're doing dinner out in the city with Liz and Art, um, which will be so much fun. And then we have a ugly Christmas sweater party. Fun. And then Carson singing in the Christmas choir the following day. And then it's Christmas weekend. Yeah. So we have like every weekend we have events. Something. Which I kind of don't love, but. Yeah. We're just, the only thing that we're doing this weekend is um, story time with the Grinch, but mm. we're doing it like at dusk because it's at that farm that you and I went to a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And you can do the holiday train oh, right fun. to, as long as it's not yeah. sub-zero, right? Yeah. Freezing. So we're doing that on Sunday, but otherwise this weekend is like, I told her, I was like, I just want to chill because then it's the weekend with you guys. After that, mm-hmm. we leave for our trip um, to Cancun. We come home and then it's Christmas. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's this crazy time. So, I know. you know, amidst all of this, I think that it's a really good time to kind of reflect on the fact that while you have a lot of things going on, because you could have a lot, just like Beck and I, right? Like you could have a lot of Christmas parties, you got a lot of travel you still have the opportunity to work on your goals because you have a month left and there's two types of people. There are people who right now are like, F it, I'm just going to wait till January 1st or 2nd and enjoy all the things because I'm just too busy. When in reality, it is a busier time of the year, but you still got to feed yourself, right? Like here's a, a really pro tip and you should brace yourself there's this thing called grocery pickup or grocery delivery. Uh, and it works really well. Uh, I've done it the last couple of weekends from Aldi because we were traveling back from the Dells and I just don't, you know, want to go and shop at the grocery store. It's not that I don't have time. It's that that's not what I want to be doing mm-hmm. when I get home, you know? And so pick up groceries, get some things prepped for the week. Maybe it's lighter grocery shopping because you do have a lot going on. But imagine if you were to continue to do your workouts, continue to drink your water, continue to eat well outside of all of these events. Like Beck and I were talking before we started recording and I'm like, even if somebody had, let's say like 12 events, which is a lot of events out of 90 meals, if you're eating three meals a day and you have 12 of those out, that's still like 80, 85% that you can focus on doing really, really well. And then you come out of the holiday season, not up 15 pounds, Mm -hmm. not hating your life. And then going into January, like motivated because you're so angry that, you know, you've just basically become a ball of inflammation and Mm -hmm. your joints hurt and your stomach hurts and all of this stuff. And then you get really restrictive and you commit to these crazy wild goals that you give up on two weeks later, if you even make it to two weeks, Mark. I actually listened to a stat this morning that 
majority of people will give up on their goals within 48 hours because they I'm make them too extreme. I'm not surprised by that at all. And realistically, and I think any, especially I think a lot of people that listen to our podcasts are females. Any female knows it, it takes a lot less time to gain the weight than it does to lose it. Mm-hmm. So you, you gain five, seven, eight pounds during the holidays. You know, that's taken you like two to three months to get off. And so thinking about this month as not a, this is going to be so hard. Like what's the point? I just want to enjoy. There's a lot of negativity in those thought processes versus this is a whole nother month to work towards what I want for myself and to challenge myself and to grow as a human and to realize what I'm capable of. Because you know, what's crazy is like you're in control you might not be in control of every little thing that happens in your day to day, but you're in control of what you put in your mouth, what you don't put in your mouth. You're in control of, you know, what your actions and words are and reactions. And sure, is it harder with more temptation? Of course it is. But getting through a holidays kind of better off than it was in the past feels really good. Because I've had holidays in both ways. I've had holidays that were just a F it type mentality. It's the holidays. I, I probably, you know, in my past, I know I have done like restrictive diets into the holidays and then on the holidays just went crazy. And I felt awful and mentally and physically. Like mm-hmm. it's the mental toll just as much as it is the physical toll. The, the guilt, the shame. I hate that I've done this. How could I let this happen? And it it perpetuates, Right into more damaging habits and actions versus, okay, I had a cookie here or there. I had a glass of wine here or there, but like in general, that wasn't that bad. I don't feel that bad. I don't have to go crazy now with whatever actions I think I should take. It's just a, I enjoyed some things. I enjoyed some moments with people. You guys half a cinnamon roll or like a cookie or piece of cake, or, you know, even a little bit of pizza here and there. Like If you keep other things in line, you still get movement, you still hydrate, you still get enough sleep, you'll be totally fine. I think people, and something else that I I found really interesting, I, I heard the concept of people get more of a dopamine release of the thought of something than they do from the actual thing. Mm -hmm. So like the buildup of, oh, the holiday party where everyone gets drunk and we drink and like it's so Mm -hmm. much fun versus like the actual action of that happening, very different. And so if you start to think about things like that and pay attention to what the, the actual in the moments like, like on Thanksgiving, for example, we had planned to do the pumpkin martinis. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like, by the way, really good about all the stuff, really fun. But I had like, I think I had two glasses of wine. I was well, one while I was cooking and then one like with dinner. I was so full after dinner, like didn't eat that much, but just more than what we normally, you know, sure. eat. And I didn't really want one. Yeah. And it was like, I had thought of this moment. It was like, I'm so excited for this. I looked at the reel on Instagram. I was like, these are going to be so good. And like, sure, I made that. And my sister-in-law had like three. She loved them. And Nick was like, those were really good. I had like a few sips of one. And I was like, I just really don't. I just want to drink water and go to bed. Like, <laughs> if I would say in a martini, I feel like that would be kind of heavy. Yeah. And I was just, I was so full. And so like in the moment, old me would have forced myself to drink it probably. Right. Because- it would have been like, because the, mo- like, oh, this was going to be so fun and so cool. And like, Every all of my siblings were over and they all spent the nights. We, we all have little kids. So like being able to drink and have, you know, 
enjoy each other's company with the kids asleep eventually. Um, I finally went to bed at like 1130. They stayed up until 2 a.m. Yeah. And Nick the next day was like, yeah, I'm really tired. And I was like, that's why I just like get up and leave. Like, I'm, I don't care. I just, <laughs> and so again, it's just like, mm-hmm. it's in the moment. I try to really evaluate, like, what do I really want right now? Like, how do well, I want to feel think, tomorrow? Like, how, yeah. How are you going to feel tomorrow? Like sleep deprivation. There's nothing worse than that. But, you know, I think one of the biggest things that was a turning point for me is realizing that I am a grown adult and I have the ability to have a cinnamon roll whenever I choose. I have the ability to get a glass of wine or buy a cookie or whatever it might be any time of the year. Just because you're at a holiday party and there's spreads of things doesn't mean that you have to sample one of everything. And I'm just going to say it. If you are somebody who's still afraid to hurt people's feelings because you choose not to eat something, you got to grow up. Like you really have to take a hard look in the mirror and be like, is the cookie really worth me feeling like crap for the next 48 hours? Or do I really want it? If you want it, eat it by all means. But like, I'm just tired of hearing people say like, well, my, this was uh, something that happened last week. My neighbor brought this homemade whatever over and it was full of sugar and, you know, it had gluten in it, all this stuff. Cause this particular person is good getting off of gluten right now because she has a lot of inflammation and just not feeling good. And one of the things they said to her was, do you think that you could have told your neighbor, like, thank you so much, written her a thank you card and not said another word about it instead of you eating the entire loaf of this, whatever type of bread that it was, and then regretting it and saying my stomach hurt and I didn't feel good. I actually noticed that my joints were hurting a lot more than they were. And I'm not telling you guys to straight up lie. You just don't have to say anything. You just write a thank you card and be like, thank you so much. That was so kind. You don't have to tell her if you had it or not. I mean, maybe if she comes by and says, what did you think? You'd be like, oh, it was really good. Like at the end of the day, you're a grown adult and you get to choose what goes into your mouth. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not ever going to feel bad for not putting something in my mouth that I truly don't want. If I want it, by all means, I'm going to have it and I'm going to indulge and I make those decisions and I suffer the consequences if it's something that I, you know, and mm-hmm. knowing that I might pay for later. But I don't care if it's my mother-in-law. I don't care if it's, you know, my grandma, rest in peace. Like I literally would just say, I'm so full. Thank you so much. You don't have to be rude. You don't have to get into the whole spiel of why you're not consuming these things, but just stop blaming people like, well, because I didn't want to hurt her feelings. No, you just, you just chose to eat it. Yeah. Like let's, let's be honest. And I know that sounds really harsh, but we are all grown. I think the biggest thing is people get so unconscious in these moments. Like you just get so wrapped up. And I had this conversation with a client yesterday. Like she's like, I'm, I keep thinking about how I'm going to miss out. I'm going to, you know, I miss mm-hmm. the alcohol. I miss the, and it's, I think the bigger part is that when we're in those environments, it's almost like we don't think it's just a, this is what I usually do. Sure. So this is what I'm going to do. Sure. And then after the fact, one thing that a lot of people experience when they go through phases of like healing and feeling better is that those things affect them a lot more. And the analogy that we give often is that imagine if you have like a a, a house fire going on, if someone walks in and lights a match in a house fire, no one's going to notice anything. Same thing with like, if your body is inflamed and very irritated and you eat some gluten, you're probably not going to notice a huge difference. But now remove all that inflammation, remove all that irritation. Now introduce something that's going to irritate it. You're going to notice it a lot more. And so it's not that you're more like easily irritated. It's that your body is just 
in a much better place that it's going to affect you a lot differently. And so one thing to understand is that when you're in this healing journey, you cannot just dive back into old habits and think that things will be fine. Like when we have people reintroduce things, it is very small amounts and it is very specific in how you do it. So if you've taken out gluten and dairy and some other things, you don't go in and get a piece of pizza and ice cream because who knows what it caught? Like who knows what it was? I don't know why you feel how you feel. Was it the gluten? Was it the dairy? Was it the processing of the foods? Like, and so if you are on that journey and you're in the holidays now, you kind of got to be a little bit more careful because you just don't know how your body's going to react compared to how it may have reacted in the past. And then the other piece is planning. One thing that we talk a lot about, create a holiday calendar. When I can see visibly in front of me what I have going on, I can much better plan when I may want to indulge in something, what's worth it or not worth it. Like, you know, the holiday party that has crappy beer and some store-bought cookies, I don't need to over, like, I'll just go home and eat dinner. I don't need to, I don't need to enjoy those things. That's just, I'll, yeah. I'll spend it with, you know, the people at work and go home, drink some water, go to bed, feel a lot better the next day versus, uh, I, I really didn't need like the three Bud Lights and like the two cookies, you know, or those holidays are so notorious for people like bringing you those gourmet cookies or like the, you know, those types of things. Mm-hmm. Throw them away. They don't know. Like, <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. I mean, I, I just think you have to look at the bigger picture. And the the one thing that I would say is if you are really intentionally focusing on your health, it is not that you cannot indulge and have treats and maybe a drink here nor there because by all means, the devil is in the dose. Mm-hmm. That is not what we are saying. However, Every time that you're faced with temptation, if you cave, you will end up in a place where you're waking up with joint pain again, brain fog, you're tired, you're crabby, you're moody, right? Your periods are, you know, off, your gut's a mess because the habits that got you to that place are things that will get you back to that place if you let this spiral over the next month. And so it's not that, you know, I had a lot of conversations uh, recently with clients who were like, Thanksgiving was great. I indulged in X, Y, and Z. And I actually felt okay because we made a plan. What is going to be worth it to you? Can you pick a little bit more of the protein and the veggies before you start in on the sweets or, you know, have some club soda with you or some iced tea or, you know, some non-alcoholic drinks before you get into or between, you know, your wine and things like that. And so I think it's important to remember that if you're really intentionally working on a specific goal to succeed, you are going to have to fall in love with delayed gratification. And as Becca's talking about this macro view, right? The month of December here, looking at all of the events and parties, like what's going to be truly worth it to you, write that down. Here's where I know this is something that I want to indulge and I want to have fun and not really worry about and what I'm going to be eating or what I'm going to be drinking. And then look at the week prior to that and say, okay, we'll have this luncheon or this breakfast or this, you know, happy hour and make a plan to get good nourishment in on those days. Because again, we're talking about, again, I feel like 12 is kind of an extreme number here, but if you're having, you know, 12 events, 12 meals out, that's still not going to ruin your progress. If you indulged a little bit of each it's really about, are you letting that then spiral you into the next day? And well, I, you know, drank too much. And then the next morning I was hungover. So I went to McDonald's and I got the really greasy breakfast because that's what I needed to get to work, make it through the day. Right. And then I didn't plan or prepare. And so then I went out to lunch with my coworkers because X, Y, and Z. Right. And so what we're saying is that 
even if you can maintain like an 80-20 through this month, you're going to come out in a place where you're much happier. You've likely maintained your weight. You feel good at these events instead of progressively feeling worse and worse and like, oh, my pants aren't fitting. Now this dress I wanted to wear isn't fitting, right? And think about where do you want to be come January 1st or January 2nd? Um, And do you want to be somebody who is identifying as just a healthy person who is not controlled by all of these substances, be it food or drinks or drugs or whatever else people do to like party and have fun? Or can you get up the next day and can you go and get a workout in and eat clean and you know nourish your body and then enjoy some things? Have a glass of wine, have a cookie, have a cinnamon roll, you know, heck, have a couple of pieces of pizza. All that's fine. It's it's really when you just let this become the effort mentality. I'm gonna enjoy the next month. Forget it. Like we're going to Cancun for five days. Now, granted, we're going to have our little guy with us. We're going to be at the water park and the arcades and all this stuff. So it's not going to be, you know, like just Art and I going by ourselves. But I've already thought like if I want to be in a swimsuit, I don't want to feel bloated and I don't want to feel heavy and bogged down. Like the last trip we went on, we waited until the very last day to try the pizza place, which was a very good idea because that was phenomenal pizza. Mm-hmm. Um because we just knew like, Hey, we want to be, you know, kind of uh, lighter in terms of inflammation. We worked out every day. We did our hydrotherapy and cold plunge and all that stuff. Well, he did it more than I did. Cause that shit was freezing. Sounds amazing. <laughs> but I want it in my house. <laughs> I definitely want it in our house too, but uh, we still have to figure that out. So you, you know what I'm saying here? And then like, okay, maybe on my last night, then now I'm going to have the dessert or the pizza or whatever it was. And then you're flying home the next day. Like you can still have these things. It's just that you're not letting it become all consuming. And so think about that today as we enter into 2024. And I would also encourage you to reflect on your year. How has this year been for you? What have you accomplished? And maybe you start to look forward to 2024 and start planning. What are things that I want to be more intentional about next year? Because the number one obstacle standing between people and their goals is focus. Everybody is busy. It's not about being busy. It's about not being productive. And when you are not productive, you lack productivity. That's due to a lack of focus. And so if you can go into this month and thinking about you know 2024 with intention and focus on what you really want to accomplish, you're going to be much happier and you're going to come out on the other side and probably not even be phased by the fact that, oh my God, on December 13th, I didn't have the fourth glass of wine or I didn't have the cookie that Sally made. You're going to forget about those things. Those little moments, those you know things that you've said no to is going to build confidence. I don't think I've ever looked back and regretted not indulging in a Jewel Osco store-bought cookie or a Costco you know muffin because I, I left feeling better, right? And so just think about that today because I think so often we get in this mindset of, I got to please other people. It's the holidays. Who cares? We'll start January 1st. And you can do a lot more damage than you think with that mindset. 